You're tuning in to the Be Fiercely You podcast, the podcast where women find their power and confidence by slaying doubt, creating a foundation of self-love, and by tapping into their inner fierce. I am your host, Heather Nicole, and I'm here to help you become the fierce queen you are meant to be. Together, we will conquer your fears, let go of others' judgment, and unlock your inner badass. So who's with me? Are you ready to take your life into your own hands and discover the possibilities that await you? Let's get to it. Hello, and welcome to the Be Fiercely You podcast. This is Heather, your host, and I am so happy to be with you today. I have a wonderful episode planned for you. Um, This is something that I have seen over and over and over again, and people, women mainly, don't even realize that they're doing it. Um, So I want to bring some awareness to this because you know that self-awareness is my jam, um, and I truly believe to my core that that is the first step in healing. You have to have some self-awareness as to what needs to be healed because how are you going to know what you need to do if you don't know what's really going on with you? All right, so we're going to get a little deep today, um, but I want to jump right to it, okay? I don't want to waste any of your time. So today we are talking about abandoning yourself in relationships, okay? Abandoning yourself in relationships. Like I said, I see this way too often, okay? I have so many friends that, you know, have asked for advice or told me stuff that's going on in their relationships, and I just see these these things repeat themselves over and over again. So I feel like if I have, and you know, I've, I've dealt with these things too. These are all things that I did in my marriage um, that I swore to myself I would never do again. So I know that if I've dealt with this and I see my friends dealing with this, then chances are there's quite a few of you listening that can relate to this as well and might just need a little truth bomb dropped on you today. So that's what my goal is here. So I have the five top things that I see um, or kind of the five top ways that I see people abandoning abandoning themselves in a relationship. So when I say abandoning yourself, what do you think I mean? Because what I'm trying to convey to you and what hopefully will be super clear by the end of this episode Obviously, abandoning yourself, abandonment in general, is not good, right? You don't want to leave yourself behind. Um, But so often we are taught, again, more so women than men, but this could apply to men as well. Um, We're taught to kind of put everybody else before us, right? Um, We're taught to be polite in situations, even if we don't really want to. Um, we're told to, you know, say yes as much as possible and do as much as possible. And that's kind of how we prove our worth. So it's so easy for women to kind of lose themselves in relationships. But in a thriving, successful, healthy relationship, you won't need to do these things. Okay, your partner is going to be receptive to these things. Um, you know, they're going to support you, they're going to respect you. And these aren't things that you're going to need to do because you're going to feel safe and secure in your relationship. Um, I, I really 
have a hard time seeing women do this because like I said, I did this to myself in my marriage. Um, I left everything behind of who I was and my beliefs and my values and my feelings in order to make this man happy, in order to prove to him that I was good enough to be his partner. Um, And it wasn't until I finally found my own self-worth that I realized that I was even doing these things, okay? So like I said, today I want to bring some awareness to this and hopefully open you um, your mind up to some possibilities of some things that you might be doing in your relationship um, and how you can hopefully stop doing that. So number one, you put your needs to the side, okay? This could be an array of needs, okay? Maybe you need your um, partner to help you around the house. Maybe this is your sexual needs. Maybe this is, you know, just having someone there to listen to you and um, listen to you vent at the end of the day. Um, You know, there are so many needs that we have as humans have. And when those needs aren't being met, it's very easy for us to fall into depression, um, you know, for us to lose our self-worth, for us to just kind of not find joy and happiness in life. And we could be, you know, the luckiest person in the world. You know, we could have all the stereotypical things that should make us happy. But again, if those those human needs aren't being met, then it's going to be really hard to be truly happy. So if you are constantly putting your needs aside or not communicating your needs to your partner, then you're abandoning yourself. You are, you are saying that those things aren't important and that you don't need those things. When in reality, you do. In reality, you do. If you're wondering why you're not truly happy, have you asked yourself, hey, you know, what is it that I need that would make me happy today? You know, is it alone time? Is it going on a shopping spree? Is it going and getting your favorite meal? Right? Maybe you don't get your favorite meal because your spouse doesn't like it. So you just don't ever eat your favorite food anymore. Fuck that. Take yourself out on a date. Go get your food by yourself. You know, there are ways to fulfill your own needs. And if it's not something that you can fulfill on your own, then you need to communicate to your partner what those needs are so that they can make an attempt to fulfill them. And if they're unwilling to, then that should be a huge red flag. But abandoning your needs altogether and ignoring them and acting as if they aren't there is not going to give you the happiness and fulfillment that you're looking for in your life. Okay, so I want you to ask yourself right now, what do I need in this moment? Maybe you just need to hear something, right? Maybe your your, um, love language is words of affirmation and you need to hear, I love you. You need to be reaffirmed. You you know, you like to hear those things. Maybe that's your need. There are so many things that are out there um, that we need as human beings to thrive and be happy. But if you are ignoring those and you're not thriving and you're not happy, then that could be a big reason why. So stop letting the other person in your relationship make you feel as though your needs are important because they are. You matter. Okay, the second thing here and it kind of goes along with this, but it 
is enough to be in its own category are your desires. Okay, and this could be maybe your dreams, right? Chasing your dreams, going after goals in life. Um, you know, again, sexual desires could fall into play here. Um, there's a lot of things that we desire. Maybe we desire to go on a vacation every year, um, you know, or every week or every, I mean, not every week, you know, that'd be a little much, but, you know, every month or whatever. Um, again, if you're not communicating those things and ignoring those things, then you may feel like something's missing. Okay, and again, this isn't exactly the same as needs, and it might or sounds similar, but when I say needs, I mean what we need as a human being, right? We need communication. We need physical touch. Um, you know, we need alone time. Um, we need to be fed. We need to be loved, really. Um, but there are a whole set of things that we desire as humans that, again, add to our happiness add to the fulfillment of our life and part of being in a healthy relationship is being able to explore those things and explore those desires and learn and grow and change and you know ex it really just enjoy life right enjoy what has been given to you because you're not guaranteed tomorrow so if you're abandoning all those things you know are you willing to get on your deathbed and say oh you know i didn't do all these things that i really wanted to do because my my partner didn't want to do them? I don't know. I was in a relationship like that for a while, not with my ex-husband, but the relationship after that. Um, he never wanted to do anything. You know, like we never, in the beginning he did. In the beginning, you know, we'd go out a lot and do different things, but it got to the point where like we'd go out to do something and he would be fucking miserable the whole time because he would rather just be home and be like on his phone or, you know, on his computer or whatever. And I wanted to go out and do things. I wanted to like go for walks and, you know, go to different events that were happening and enjoy being outside and do stuff with the kids, you know, go to the beach, stuff like that. And again, he, he would every now and then, but again, whenever we did, it would be an argument, you know, he, or he would just be miserable the whole time and he would just bring my energy down. So I got to the point where I was like, fine, like we just won't do those things. So my desires weren't being met <clears throat> and I was abandoning myself in that relationship. I was falling back to just do what he wanted. And again, that's not how it should be in a healthy relationship. There should be a little give and take. Okay, we're not always going to want to do everything the other person wants to do. But it's still nice to put on a smile when they really want to do something and support them and be there for them and try to enjoy it the best you can. Be positive at least. You know? So stop abandoning the things that you need and the things that you desire. The third thing. You stop doing things you once loved doing. Again, something I see all the time. Okay, maybe you had a hobby of, you know, going, I don't know, roller skating or going to paint nights with your girlfriends, or, you know, maybe you had a monthly girls night out, or maybe you used to go jog all the time, or, um, I don't know, anything. Okay. Maybe you used to read all the time, or you used to spend time exercising, you know, and your partner is very controlling and wants you to spend their, your time with them. And you stop doing those things. 
You're abandoning the things that you love for the relationship for that person. That's not healthy. That is a huge red flag. If you have a partner who is asking you to give up the things that you love for them, that's a huge red flag. Again, this is abandoning yourself, abandoning your needs, abandoning the things that you love. Why would you do that for another person? And I'm not saying that in a judging way because I did it. Like I was there. I did that. I stopped hanging out with my friends. I stopped going and doing things. Like I was just always up under my ex-husband's butt because if I went out anywhere, I was just like constant questioning and controlling. You know, I needed to text him constantly and stay in contact so he knew what I was doing. And, you know, X, Y, and Z, it just continued. So I just stopped doing things for the sake of the relationship, or at least for the sake of not having to argue with him because I was so mentally drained at that point. Um, you know, at first I kind of saw it as, oh, he just wants to spend time with me. He misses me. He loves me so much. But no, it, that's a control tactic. That's a control tactic. And if you find yourself stopping doing those, even if it's not your partner pushing you to do it, but you stop doing those things anyway, you should still take a look at that because that could be a sign that you might have some codependent um, habits and tendencies. All right, so ask yourself, is there anything, if you're in a relationship right now, ask yourself if there's anything that you have stopped doing since you got in this relationship. And if you have, ask yourself why that is. Like really think about why did I do that? And if it's anything other than the fact that you genuinely don't desire to do that thing anymore, then you should start doing it again. Okay? I don't care what other excuse you had. If, unless it is because you genuinely dislike that thing now, go do that thing you love. It'll probably spark something in you that you didn't realize uh, had gone out. Okay? That, that little light that might have just went all the way out and, you know just went into like a slow burn can now be reignited into this burning flame of passion and creativity um, and can really ignite other things in your life, other areas of your life. Because we know that as humans, when we're creative, when we are, you know, working our mind and doing things, it sparks more creativity, right? It's like a snowball. Once you get the ball rolling, it just gets bigger and bigger and faster and faster. And there's just more to it. I know for me personally, like like on days like today where I'm doing content creation and you know recording podcasts or doing TikToks or whatever kind of content I need to create for the next few days or week or whatever. Um, once I start doing it, like I'll start small, you know, maybe just do some graphics or whatever, and then I'll start doing some videos, and I'll get into this and do a podcast, and like now I feel like I'm on a roll, right? I've been doing this all day. Like the creativity is sparking. Like I, I feel these words just kind of pouring out of me, right? Because that's what happens when you start doing something you love. Okay, so don't give up on yourself. Stop abandoning the things that you love for someone else. Okay, two more. The fourth thing that I see and the way that I see people abandoning, them, abandoning themselves in relationships is by not speaking their emotions. Listen. Your emotions are valid. I'm going to say it again. Your emotions are valid. I don't care what kind of beliefs you've had in the past. I don't care what someone else has said to you in the past. 
but honey, your emotions are valid. Okay. We live in a society where it's very easy for people to say, oh, you know, you're being a baby, you're being weak, um, you, know, you grow some thick skin, you know, and they, they are really gaslighting us into believing that our emotions are not real or that we're being too dramatic or, you know, they're too much or whatever. So over time, we tend to keep our emotions to ourselves because we are being taught subconsciously that our emotions are too much. So then we start self gaslighting and saying, Oh, you know, I'm just overreacting right now. My emotions, you know, this is just too much. I, you know, whatever. And we push it down. We don't say anything. We don't communicate how we're feeling. You know, maybe someone disrespected you or said something to you that hurt your feelings and you don't say anything because you have been taught that you're always are being over dramatic. Well, it might not be, you might you know, something that they said could be completely rude and uncalled for and cross a line and your emotions are valid. If you have emotions about something, whether it be good, bad, and different, they're there for a reason and that's worth exploring. Okay. I talk a lot about, um, on my social media, I remind you guys to do your awareness check-ins, Right. And that's just where you check in with yourself throughout the day, kind of say, how am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Is there anything I can do to change how I'm feeling this way? But by doing that practice every single day, you are going to get way more in tune with your emotions. So when you have these situations come up, when you're in a relationship and, you know, you feel some type of way about something your partner did, you are going to be more in a, in a place of self-awareness to where you can say, okay, why am I like, why are these emotions coming up right now? Like, why am I having this kind of reaction to what they said or did or whatever? You can be real with yourself and it'll put you in a better place to have that open communication with your partner about how you're feeling and why. Okay. And if that person loves you, if that person wants a healthy relationship with you, then they are going to be receptive to that. And they are, they're going to listen. And I know it's super fucking scary. Trust me. I do. This is like one of the scariest things to me as I've grown in my relationship is expressing more how I feel and just kind of speaking up when something comes up for me rather than self gaslighting myself and telling myself it doesn't really matter. Um, and kind of ignoring the situation. Um, I've really been practicing stepping into this energy where I embrace my emotions. I share my emotions. Um, and since I started doing that, especially coming from a more confident place, it's been great for me. (laughs) I mean, the truth will set you free as they say, right? It feels good. I feel better. Like I don't feel like I'm holding on to stuff. I feel lighter and my relationships are thriving. Um, And that's really what this is about, right? Becoming a better us, learning to thrive, learning to find our true happiness. And if you are constantly ignoring your emotions or telling yourself your emotions don't matter or that they're too much or whatever, then once again, you're abandoning yourself and you are going to find yourself in a pit of despair. That might sound a bit dramatic, but you know, that's really where it gets you. Um, Because again, I can relate to all of these things. I did this for the longest time. Okay. My ex-husband made me feel like I 
was just like a big baby. I've never cried as much as my life as I did during those eight years that I was married to that man. Um, and I always told myself, you know, I'm very emotional. I don't know how to control my emotions. And those later looking back on, I was like, those are things that he would say to me. You're so emotional. You don't know how to control your emotions, you know? And that turned into the things that I told myself that came, became my self dialogue because I heard that for so long from someone else. Okay, so I get firsthand how hard this is and how bad it feels to constantly push your emotions down and not truly speak your feelings. Let me tell you what, when I finally got brave enough and told that man how I felt about him and how he had been treating me and that I wanted a divorce, it was the best feeling in the world. And I think that was probably the first time in years that I had truly spoken my honest soul's truth. And it felt so fucking good. And it was the first step in changing the trajectory of my life. You know, I feel like I say that word almost every episode for some reason. And I can never say it the first time I try. (laughs) If you're a regular listener, then you know what I'm talking about. Anyway. So the fourth way that I see people abandoning themselves in relationships is not speaking their emotions. You have to have that open communication with your partner if you want to have that thriving relationship. It matters. Words matter with yourself, with your partner, just in general, words matter. They make a huge freaking difference. And again, I know it's fucking scary. I know it's scary. So I encourage you to practice getting into this by doing those awareness check-ins. You know, set an alarm on your phone. I set mine for midday and for at night. Um, So I have one at like 12 o'clock and one at nine o'clock. Excuse me. And it's a reminder for me. I just kind of sit close my eyes or even from driving, you know, just turn off the music and just think to myself for a few minutes, like, how am I feeling right now? What's going on? Why do I have these emotions? You know, what can I do to change my day? Whatever. Okay. Um, and as you get those answers, it might prompt other questions. That's why I said kind of whatever. Um, but just check in with yourself. Okay. Ask yourself the tough questions and give yourself the honest answers. All right, that practice, that repetition is going to really, really help you when you are trying to communicate your relate your emotions in your relationship. Whew. All right, number five, the fifth way that I see people abandoning, abandoning themselves in their relationships is by not holding their boundaries. Okay, boundaries are super, super important. They protect your peace. They protect your sanity. Um... And we need them. As human beings, we need boundaries. And whether that is, maybe your boundary is that you need to sleep in in the morning. Okay, you're not a morning person. Your boundary is that, honey, don't wake me up before nine o'clock. I want to sleep in every morning. Or maybe it's, I'm going to bed at a certain time each night. Maybe it's having that bubble bath that you love so much every Friday night, um, you know, and giving yourself that self-love. Um, maybe a boundary for you is a certain topic um, or being called a certain name. Um, maybe a certain boundary for you has to do with um, people that you, that you spend your time with um, or places that you go. Okay, we can have boundaries around almost anything. But what's important is that you stick to your boundaries and you don't let someone disrespect your boundaries, even if you are in a relationship with them. 
the boundaries that we have that we've built subconsciously through our life, you might not even realize you have boundaries around things, but like those things that really tick you off when people do them, evaluate those because there's a probably something that you have subconsciously built a boundary around like, oh no, she's not going to talk to me like that way. Like you just don't deal with someone disrespecting you. Um, or, you know, like I said, it could be a number of things, but when we allow or no, sorry, what I was going to say was these boundaries are coming from a certain place and where they're coming from are your values. Okay, so the values that you have as a human being, okay, honesty, um, <laughs> positivity, um, you know, maybe you value hard work, um, you know, so you might have a boundary that you... You, you, know, you allow yourself to work a lot or you don't, maybe you don't have a boundary around work. You know, this can go either way. Um, but allowing your partner to break those boundaries and to cause you to break down those boundaries is again, a red flag. Um, you know, you have set those boundaries in place. Mostly they're set there um, to protect yourself to protect your feelings, your emotions, again, your sanity, and even your well-being, right? Your physical well-being. The moment those boundaries are broken, your values are broken, trust is broken, and you don't realize it, but it starts to play a toll on you, okay? And the reason it does that is because if you're breaking your boundaries, it means you're breaking your values. If you're going against your values, then you're not going to feel at peace with who you are. You're not going to find that fulfillment, that happiness, that, that thriving feeling that we are striving for, that I'm trying to help you reach. You're not going to get there because you're not going to be in alignment. That energy is going to be off. All right. If you are not valuing your boundaries, if you're not honoring those boundaries and you're allowing someone to break them on a regular basis, then they are disrespecting you. And if you are not standing up for yourself and letting them know that they're breaking those boundaries, then you're disrespecting yourself. Okay? And again, by doing this, you're abandoning yourself. You're abandoning your true self in the relationship. You're telling yourself that your values, your boundaries don't matter. Okay, and that's how it is with all of this. Okay, you're telling yourself your boundaries don't matter. You're telling yourself your emotions don't matter. You're telling yourself the things that you love don't matter. You're telling yourself your desires and that your needs don't matter. Do you see the trend here? By telling yourself these things, you are abandoning yourself. And to be in a Again, thriving, healthy relationship. You need to be whole. You need to be able to be yourself. You need to be able to hold these boundaries, to say what you need, to speak your emotions and feel safe. If you are abandoning yourself in any of these ways, then I'm about to give you a tough pill to swallow. You might need to reevaluate this relationship or you need to sit down and have a real conversation with your partner and say, hey, you know, I've really been thinking about X, Y, and Z. And I think we might 
need to make some changes in our relationship in this way. This would really help me. Your partner could be super receptive to it. They could be not aware themselves of what they're doing. Okay, if you've never communicate your needs, your desires, your emotions to your partner before, how are they going to know, right? They're not mind readers. You got to communicate it. Okay, and by not communicating, I'll add that to the list as the sixth way that you are not, or excuse me, you're the sixth way that you are abandoning yourself in your relationship by not communicating, by not telling your partner these things that we just went over. So I encourage you, maybe even listen to this episode again, ask yourself, you know, what are my needs? What are my desires? Are they being met? Okay, do I communicate my emotions? Are there boundaries that are being broken? Are there things that I once loved that I stopped doing? Okay, and ask yourself why. Get super clear. This is building self-awareness. Okay, and once you have all those ideas and, you know, and you're able to form your thoughts around them, have a conversation with your partner. Have a conversation with your partner or even just take action, right? Again, start just doing those things. Start communicating your feelings more. Start communicating your needs, your desires more to your partner. See how they react. Okay? You deserve to be just as happy in this relationship as the other person does. And your happiness is going to be found by meeting all of these things, by you being fulfilled as a human being. And you're not going to be able to do that if you are abandoning yourself. Okay, the only sure thing you have in this life is yourself, dear. And if you are abandoning her, then what else is there? Right? It makes it super hard for you to trust other people when you feel deep in your soul you can't even trust yourself. Okay, you got to trust yourself. You got to love yourself. You got to accept yourself in order to really be the person that you want to be in your relationship and in the world, in your life. Okay, so stand up for you. You deserve it. You are fucking worthy just for being you. And I hope that you never forget that. Okay, that's all I got for you. I love you so much. And I will be back next week with a brand new episode. I hope you have a wonderful day. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And please stay in your fierce.